is at the wheel and we are rolling down just through Everett on our way to Seattle driving a big old stinky U-Haul that smells like a trucker's armpit. It's got a picture of the koalas on the side, Arizona license plate. We cleared the border around, well, around 6.30 or so. And uh, while we're in the party lane, we're not really partying. Although I've got a jumbo soy latte. Mmm, soy vanilla lattes. And we're not doing too bad as a result. The U.S. Customs were a little bit humorous. Of course, we're driving a U-Haul, so we're obliged to go in so they can give us some extra harassment. But you go in there, and the only people they really pull aside and make go in are either brown or have beards, right? There's really no one in there that's not either brown or has a beard. And then you go in there, and while on the Canadian side, they're quite... Uh, you know, they're serious, but polite and, and reasonably efficient. You go to the U.S. one, and there's some uh, jackhole. They're flirting with these Filipino <laughs> girls, thinking they're he's all hot. Though, shit. They're hot. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if they're hot. But, you know, he's all trying to be all like the smooth dude with the crew cut. Hey, well, great. You just wait right there. I'm going to come back and stamp your thing. And, oh, it was sunny up again. Oh. I think he was yeah. fucking Jay Leno or something, right? And, uh, well, he's about as funny as Jay Leno. But anyway, and then there's the other guy who's doing the background searches, probably on the chick who dumped him in 10th grade on the computer. Either that or playing a Tetris or just looking at free porn. And, uh, and finally, the other, uh, the jackhole who was flirting sends the Filipino girls on his, on his way. And there's two, uh, two uh, Albanians or something <laughs> in front of us, man. They were Iraqis, the... man. They were Iraqis. On a brighter note, though, before uh, I headed out last night, I was uh, fortunate to uh, enjoy a wee bowl of Sweet Tooth, as well as some Lizard. Sweet Tooth, in particular, was outstanding. I rolled a dube up of that, had that last night after the long drive back out to Surrey, which I did during the intermission of the Canucks Blackhawks game, listened to it driving out on CKNW which is really a classic Vancouver experience. Listen to hockey on crappy AM radio. I still can't figure out why they don't simulcast that on FM as well. I know AM gets a bigger audience. It goes all over the place. But man, you know, AM radio, it just doesn't sound all that good. So on this particular mission to Olympia for me, well, I'm going because i got a few errands to do, a few little odds and ends, a few people to pay off, a few debts to settle, a few knees to break. No, no, no. And uh, hopefully oh do... Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> and hopefully have a chance to do a Clubside Breakfast Time podcast. On I-5, or is this going to continue? Uh, you want to keep on chugling south on I-5, so you want to uh, get on over to this next lane here when you get an opportunity. Sure. You're groovy, you're groovy. No one's going to cut you off. You're the big ride. Especially the guy back there in his sob, it's way too nice. Ooh, it's a beauty. Alright, so we're pulling into Seattle, and coming in from the north, you get this pretty cool view of um, what I guess that's Elliott Bay and all the little hills, Queen Anne Hill, and you can see over to West Seattle. You see the Space Needle as opposed to the Needle Exchange. And right now, from underneath, we're at the, you know, they got that expressway up and down, divide highway thingamajigger and looking across you can see EMP the experience music project which is Paul Allen's tax write-off and it's it was an architecturally uh, controversial building because it looks like uh, a, a melted up uh, pile of uh, miscellaneous Crap, junk yeah. 
but really, I think it's I, I enjoy it's it, cool. and I think that they t- I think it's cool that they took chances, and going in there, it's I, I think it's really entertaining. It's a great way to spend a day. Really, it's better to spend two days there because it gets to be a little bit sensory overload because there's a bunch of stuff to look at, exhibits. They have a Northwest Music Museum exhibit, and then they have kind of like a classic items from rock history with like Elvis's jacket and you know a Ramones leather jacket or you know that kind of stuff. <clears throat> But then there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do to experience music. Like, you go in there and there's a concert simulator. Remember that? Yep. And they, you go out there Pobless. on a stage, and they, they, it's like they do the announcer voice, and you come out, and they have drum set, guitar, bass, microphones, but they're, uh, they're playing it. So it's kind of like souped-up karaoke, really, because you're putting on headphones, and you're monitoring what you're hearing as well as the track that you're playing along to. So I had a good time uh, playing along on the drums. You only had your choice of a couple songs, Twist and Shout and something, something. So there's no Rock You Like a Hurricane, which is really what I wanted to play. Yeah. And, well, you know, with, with uh, the fun boy there, we could have done that Scorpion song where they sing about uh, Gorky Park, The Winds of Change. Oh, that would have been a good one. We could have <laughs> got the lighters out. Awesome. <laughs> Ah, well, you can tell by the smell we're approaching Tacoma. And while Tacoma's really done a number on itself the last, you know, eight to ten years, and I gotta say it's a a much nicer city than it used to be. (coughs) Oh, man, they still haven't (coughs) got rid of the last of the smell. Now, there's still a, I think it's some kind of aluminum refinery or or a trash burning place or something, man. It's not that pulpy smell so much. It's just some other horrible chemical smell is really the only one left. Now, some of the things that they've done to Tacoma, Museum of Glass, featuring Dale Chihuly's work, who's the demigod around here of blown glass work, and he's not a pirate despite the fact that he wears a patch on his eye. And then there's also the Tacoma Art Museum, and then there's a histo- and historical museum as well, I do believe. So there's a little museum district. Then another thing I, they did that I thought was pretty slick, and I went to a grand opening up here, is uh, Washington State. Jeez, I should know this, eh? I was there. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Washington State or University of Washington, one of them, opened up a satellite campus in what used to be a rundown old warehouse district where they took a bunch of the red brick buildings that, uh, that were had fallen into disrepair, spruced them up, made them all modern inside but keeping the classic facades, and ended up with a real slick new campus that they do business courses there. Well, I think they do all sorts of crap. Again, I should have been paying attention when I was there. But I was just there for the free drinks. One of the things that Tacoma's lost, though, that I lament somewhat, is that at the Tacoma Dome, there was the Tacoma Sabercats, who played in the West Coast Hockey League, which is really a league of never will bees and never really was, but it's good entertaining night out to go and get a few beers and watch the Sabercats, and they were the uh, Taylor Cup champions a few years ago. Rolling into Olympia, just past Slater Kinney, and we're gonna get off at the Pacific Avenue exit, and I'm gonna roll on down to the HQ and check in there and enjoy myself a big fat dub. You've been shooting along with Uncle B and his wild hijinks. <laughs>